first was Bonnie Cable, who is the president of AKR Consulting Canada. Welcome, Bonnie. Thank you so much for coming to On the Rise for uh, Baker's Journal. I would like to know what has been the latest change from the federal government's relief measures? Well, I guess the biggest announcement uh, yesterday was we now know the details of the 75% wage subsidy program. And what was the biggest change? This is huge. It's now open. So it's going to open on Monday and companies will be able to apply for up to 75% of their wages. There's a designated period depending on if your sales have dropped 15% in, in March, you'll be able to apply for April and May if your sales have dropped 30%. So how much are you getting? You are getting 75% of an employee's salary up to $847 per employee. Now, with the previous um, emergency relief, my understanding was that bakers had to um, register. I think it only applied if they had 20000 Are we talking about the Canadian emergency relief benefit? The yes, that one. So the $2,000 a month, a very, very good question. Who that applies to is it applies to individuals who do not have any other source of income during the pandemic, it has since been increased um, to include people that are earning 1,000 or less a month, so or people who are seasonal workers and their EI benefits have run out for the season and they haven't started their summer job. So again, if you're making under $1,000 and you're, you're self-employed or you're just making under $1,000, you can apply for the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit through your MyCRA account online very simple to apply for, and that'll be up to $2,000 per month for the next four months. Um, very important to note that that money is taxable. So when it comes to tax season next year, expect a tax bill for that. That's interesting. Now, you did mention it would affect them, uh, for instance, for a small struggling bakery, a mom and pop run one, that would definitely have some impact. Uh, do you feel, let's see, is there a point where it would be more profitable for them not to apply for any sort of relief. Well, okay, for a mom and pop, we have a we have a couple of, of things, right? On the wage side, we've got the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit Program. We've got the 75% wage subsidy. And then we have something that has been announced for, for rent. So we're expecting more details on that. It's the Canadian Emergency commercial rent assistance program um, to help small and larger businesses with their rent for the months of April, May, and June. Now, the details we have on the program so far is that it will provide a loan, including forgivable loans, to commercial property owners, and they are in turn supposed to forego or lower the rent of small businesses for April retroactively, May, and June. So we're expecting, like I said, lay, um, more details later this week. Um, there, there's that program, and there's also the Canadian Emergency Business Account. So if we've got a business that is earning between, the scope of the loan has increased. It's a $40,000 interest-free loan. If your payroll, your T4 payroll in 2019, was between 20000 and $1.5 
right? So I think that that $40,000 loan can significantly help a number of businesses. That definitely sounds like it's of use. Now, for people who have never applied on my CRA, you did mention that this is definitely a time-sensitive issue, particularly with, say, a company that is one among, say, how many do you suppose would be applying this year? I have no idea, but I will say that with the Canadian Emergency Business Account, um, 195,000 $40,000 loans um, have been approved to date. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to see that there's, there's more companies um, that are in need of that 75% wage subsidy, you could have 300,000 plus companies applying. So in order to use this program, the first thing that you're going to need to do is get online. You're going to want to Google CRA business account, and that will take you to a page. And if you you go down on the page, you're going to see option two CRA login, and that will allow you to set up an account. You will need the owner's social insurance number to set up the account. Now, once you've set the account up, a password has to be mailed to you, and you want to do that as soon as possible because it could take a week. And again, with 300,000 plus companies applying, you know, it could be a week or two before you receive that password in the mail, right? Yeah, time is definitely of the essence for a lot of companies. And um, do you suspect that there would be a lot of backlog as well for people processing the requests for wage subsidies as well as uh, any sort of funding? Oh, absolutely. I expect um, backlog. So um, the first big program for businesses would have been the Canadian Emergency Business Account. When you were applying two weeks ago when it opened for that $40,000 loan, they were talking about processing times of five business days. Well, the reality is, is it's been five to 10 business days just because so many people have applied. I've spoken to a number of businesses who now have the money in their in their bank account, which is great, but none of them receive that money within that five days, right? All of them, it was anywhere between seven to 10 days that they received their $40,000 loan. So my concern is that, you know, businesses, while they need the wage subsidy, they might hesitate. And because of that, the money will be delayed. Money while you can apply on Monday and you could get the money as early as by the end of the week, it might not be there for a month because they haven't set up their MyCRA account. They're waiting for their password to come in the mail and then they won't be able to put in an application to get funding for three to four weeks. Yeah, the delay would definitely cause some accounting nightmares for some bakeries out there. Now, a lot of bakeries are really thinking of ways that they could keep themselves busy, thinking of alternative ways to get products out to customers. And one of them is doing their own deliveries, either curbside delivery or pickup, which brings me to my next point about car insurance. Is there any sort of break that a bakery that is doing its own delivery could look into? I would definitely reach out to my insurance company. Um, There was an announcement by uh, one of the federal ministers that car companies really need to start reducing their rates because there's far less traffic on the road. So in speaking to my insurance broker, um, I've been told that car insurance companies are reducing rates. So you should give them a call. 
you know, for your company and for yourself personally. I'm understanding that rate reductions are as much as um, 25%. That definitely would give a little bit of a break, especially if, uh, say, a shop is doing deliveries of bread or even ingredients in some cases to home bakers. That might be an option. Another issue if there is a somewhat larger bakery and they're looking for group benefit insurance, uh, have you heard anything about waiving dental or extended premiums, extended healthcare premiums? Oh yes, that, that's been a, a really hot topic. So um, just to talk about group benefits for a minute, you know, companies that have group benefits plans, traditional group benefits plans, they're paying for dental coverage and they're paying for extended healthcare coverage such as a physiotherapist, a chiropractor, or massage therapist, and their employees aren't able to take advantage of this at all. So what we're seeing from these group benefits providers is we're seeing either a waiving or a reduction in premiums of up to 50% for dental and extended healthcare premiums. My recommendation to these companies is perhaps to look at some kind of non-traditional um, group benefit package, such as an ASO, which stands for Administrative Services Only, which is more of a pay-as-you-go kind of scenario. Because with this pandemic, um, even though we will be returning to work, it seems like in some fashion, you know, within the next six weeks, we're still going to have a second and third wave right? Mm-hmm. Where I think we could be forced to, to close up things again, or, or there's some businesses, you know, perhaps dentists are going to, it's going to be a year transition before they're fully back online. And if you're stuck paying those premiums, or you're only getting a partial reduction in those premiums, if you went to something such as an ASO system, you wouldn't be paying for any of those premiums. So I, I think it's about rethinking your costs. Now, you did mention a bit about the second wave. For instance, we know that some people have tested positive even after having the coronavirus. And you mentioned briefly that this may cause another total shutdown. Do you think the government would provide other sorts of funding for something similar or would the existing emergency uh, funding be in place as well the second time around? Oh, absolutely. I, I've got to say, I think the government has been doing a remarkable job um, making changes to these programs. I mean, if I'm going to look at, I'm going to just talk about here the Canadian Emergency Business Account. That program, that $40,000 business loan, when it was first announced, was only made available to companies with between $50,000 and $1 million in T4 payroll. Based on feedback that they've got from industry and probably organizations such as Canadian Federal Federation for Independent Businesses, which is fairly large, they expanded that. Um, they reduced the lower limit of T4 payroll from 50000 to 20000 and the upper limit from $1 million to $1.5 million, right? Similarly, with the Canadian Emergency Relief Program, you know, initially they said that people that were self-employed or subcontractors who were not earning any money and then they, they change that based on all the feedback. You can earn $1,000 and you can still receive the benefit. There was a big outcry that students were not able to apply for the Canadian Emergency Relief Benefit Program. And now they have something just for them that's open today as well. That's handy for any of our culinary students who want to know how they could either recoup the funds from tuition or books or 
classroom time. Um, so that's something to consider for certain as well. Would they also have to apply on MyCRA? Yeah, I would say that, yeah, MyCRA would be the, uh, the portal to go to. Um, and the details I have on that is they can apply for it monthly starting May. And it's $1,250 a month. That's fantastic. Would, yes, and I would imagine that that is, that is for three months. And that's what we've been seeing all along. We've seen the government change and adapt to what is needed to keep our economy going during this uh, pandemic and after the pandemic. Well, here's hoping that, as you mentioned, that it will only be another six weeks. We know Canada Day has been canceled, at least in Ontario, but hopefully we'll get to see a little bit of a recuperation by June or July. We hope so. We hope yeah. so. I think that these programs are going to put a lot of necessary money back in businesses. You know, we all need to get out there and support our small businesses, right, when they get back online because they've really, really been hit. You talk about all your small bakeries and all the small eating establishments, right, that are the core of any village or community. We need to get out and, and support them when this is done. That's true. And speaking of support, um, you d once said that uh, fraudulent CRA text messages are coming up on a lot of uh, clients' phones lately. Uh, would you want to give any tales of caution of how people could avoid or be wary of fraudulent CRA messages? Oh, that I do. I mean, it's really sad to say that there's, um, there's some, you know, terrible people out there that are that are out to take advantage of people so we were told from our id de department to be aware of uh, fraudulent cra text messages so it's specifically text messages that are asking you to click on a link to receive a deposit so just so that you're aware cra any funds that they are going to send anyone will come to you either as a direct deposit or a check in the mail and if you receive any calls on your cell phone from CRA, that is not the way CRA would communicate with you. They would send you a letter, and they're a lot nicer than um, these fraudsters that are calling them. It's true. Uh, we've heard anecdotes of people who had apparently very aggressive phone calls from people who claim to be agents of uh, the Canada Revenue Agency. And all we could say is if you do get any fraudulent text messages or emails, uh, don't be shy. Uh, do Google uh, fraud awareness programs in Canada, and you would be usually led to a watchdog that you could forward that to, but do not respond to them in any way. Do not call back. Essentially, they're looking for any information that you might have to give them. So we do advise our listeners and our readers to be cautious. Well, thank you so much um, for listening and sitting by your tablet, your phone, or your desktop, or laptop, computer. Thank you so much for speaking with us today, Bonnie. Naomi, thank you very much for, uh, for having me. And if anyone has any questions, I mean, during this time, um, we're really here to help. And, you know, a lot of business owners do have questions. And, um, you know, I can be reached at Bonnie, B-O-N-N-Y at akrconsulting.com or you can reach us at 905-678-6368 and yeah we're here to help and support you in any way that we can even if it's just mapping out what programs are the most beneficial for you to use for your company to get the maximum amount of benefits that you can. Mm -hmm.